Hi, I'm Jordan Paris. After initial, quote, success in the world of podcasting and online entrepreneurship, I fell in rough times. I nearly lost everything in my business. With my revenue going to almost zero in a matter of two, three months, I felt miserable. I felt like the sky was falling. And at the same time, felt I was doomed to lifelong pessimism. Nothing was going right. And now I've moved and am currently moving past that with the help of my good friend, agency growth expert, Jordan Ross. This is Jordan's Business Therapy, where you and I will learn how to scale our agencies to six figures, multiple six figures, and beyond. Now, let the learning begin. I've got your dual screen set up now to like the nice. browser on one half and the zoom on the other half. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, we are going live right now. So first and foremost, good to see you, man. I, I'm excited. I'm excited to continue this conversation because of the momentum that you have as I pull up. The momentum, the momentum is pretty crazy. I mean, it's not crazy. I'm just thrilled with where we're at just a few weeks in is what I'll say and how confident I feel. I know last time, yes, we met on a Wednesday and the following day I had three sales call ones and every single one I knocked out of the park, as you know, but just giving people an update and two out of three, I would say are very likely to close. And all three of them have been converted to sales call two. The third one maybe has a 50, 60, 65% chance of closing. I've got a good shot if I really nail the presentation in sales call two, the demo, so to say. And so I have not conducted any sales call twos yet. I've got one tomorrow and I have one next week and then I have one the week after. And so that's where I'm at. I do feel, as you know, I'm just perfecting that pitch. I'm perfecting that PowerPoint presentation, the pitch deck, I guess is what you would call it. And I diff- I modeled it after our mutual friend. I still, last night I was having trouble, as you know. I really thought that Oh, like I thought it was going to be easy, but then I thought once I had it kind of completed, I was like, "Ooh, you know, it's it's good." Like if I were giving a presentation in class right now with this PowerPoint, like I would get I would get like an eighty three percent on this on this pitch on this pitch deck. You know, it, it it might it's a passing grade. I might still get the deal. I probably would one in particular tomorrow. I probably will. However, I know it can be better. Uh, now in the yeah. last in the last like 12 hours I have added some things and I do think it's like getting into the the A minus range, like maybe like a 91%. We're getting there. So I think that yeah, we we talk about the iron out the kinks in 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 presentation. Uh, I don't know how how that would sound what that would look like. Um, but then also lead generation because while I have these three knocked out of the park and we're, I, they're, they're barreling towards something real good over the next couple of days and weeks, I don't have any meetings booked for next week. So mm. even with the hundred a day outreach. So. And first, before we kind of dive into all that, like dude, yeah, those are good updates holistically, you. right? 
You're feeling good on sales. We're now working on the second part of your sales process, right? Because the most important thing is I see this as you and I figuring out specifically what this process looks like because eventually it's not going to be you doing it, right? And then I know that's what we're going to be diving into today aside of lead gen. And then for lead gen, it's a numbers game, right? hundred's not going to cut it. hundred a day will not cut it. Um, it needs to be... It needs to be. I would say, if you want to be feel, if you want to be comfortable, five x, right? You know, what's what's weird, man, is that it was cutting it even at like fifty a day, and I had those eight meetings in like a week booked, and now it for some reason it's it's slowing to a crawl, even with it doubled. I mean, I agree. Yeah, we'll get the numbers up. I don't know. I mean, is five hundred a day? Am I gonna get? Am I gonna get locked out of my my Gmail account at five hundred a day? That's oh, a lot. so it's. I'm thinking across all platforms. I'm not talking oh, about just. All right, I got. You. Cool. So let's dive in here. I, I'm trying to. I've been trying to see the live stream. I don't see it on my end. I've. It says we're connected, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure if we're actually rolling on LinkedIn. So worst case, we're just podcasting it right now because I've disconnected and connected a few times. So technical difficulties, but life happens. So let's kind of dive, let's kind of dive into it. I know specifically for you, you want to talk about this deck. Where do we need to start? Cause I looked at it. I have it pulled up on my end too, but what do you feel like we need to discuss so you can walk away feeling like you can convert? I just, I need, I, I think more than anything, if I have all the pieces together, reassurance and I know you sent me a great voice message last night saying, essentially, what was that? If you have these questions answered, then you're good to go. What, what were those? Let me actually, I have it right here. I have it. What did they say they want to accomplish? What does success look like? What pain points are they trying to avoid? How will they know an agency partner is a good fit for them? If you can answer all these questions in the deck, you'll be good to go. And so I, I added this to the top of sales call too, like this line of questioning, just to make sure when I'm putting together my presentations that I have these questions answered and that they are worked into the slides in the pitch deck. And so I went through very clearly and identified, I, I put check marks next to all of them, that these are all in the presentation. So I should be like good to go, right? Uh, what do they say they want to accomplish? Brand awareness and lead generation through modern, accessible content marketing. You know, not just like a a regular like blog. You know, it's not necessarily accessible in the modern day and age. People don't really sit down and read blogs anymore. That's what I mean by accessible, like content that people can passively consume, i.e., podcasts. You know, yeah. So, what does success look like? Referral source, you know, in their lead form, referral source selected as podcast. They want to see some of that. So increasing leads as well. You know, we're tapping into a new audience through content marketing, increasing the leads, uh, buzz from parents in the school. You know, parents are actually being helped by the podcast because we're talking about parenting questions that that all parents have and all parents go through. Uh, brand awareness in new markets across the country. These, this is a school, by the way. So with the eventual goal of going from 29 to 43 locations, uh, this is what success looks like, by the way. And they're going full steam ahead with or without COVID. Brand awareness in new markets, like we want 
people to have heard of this school because of the podcast so that when they're coming to pitch in these new markets and they're, they're, they're coming to market, people will have already heard. It's going to be a much smoother transition. Uh, what pain uh, points are they trying to avoid? A lack of clarity regarding who hosts the show, topics, guests, et cetera. How will they know an agency is a good fit for them? They have to feel like an agency is a, an agency partner is in the trenches with them. Like they're really just an extension of the marketing team. And I've, so I've covered all this. I feel pretty good about this presentation. This company in particular, this lady in particular, she is so excited. She's been so excited about creating a podcast. She's wanted to do this for a long time within the company. And she just has this, you know, the preventing slash gap is the total lack of clarity. And by the way, a landscaper's coming, so it might get a little loud on my end. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, no. So as you're saying this, I, I've been walking back and forth through your deck, and I have a few. I just have a few very pointed areas of feedback that I think will yes, please make you make you feel better. So first, I think my first piece of feedback would be, well, my first question, which I'm pretty confident is, you built the deck, right? And then you just use PowerPoint, like the design option that it has design right? ideas. Yeah. I would go first and foremost, like I would get s someone on Upwork or Fiverr and just give mm. it to a professional prof quote unquote professional. I mean, my designer for me, I pay him three bucks an hour, right? Send him the deck, make yep. this look better. Send it to me in a PowerPoint. That way you can edit it and then just save as the PDF. I would say that's one. Number two so I gave the same feedback to our mutual friend. And for the most part, the model works because this guy closes over 80% of his deals, right? Yeah. And by the way, if anyone's listening, right? One thing that I do with all my clients is I share resources, right? So what's working for one client, it's a model we share with other clients because we know it works. I think you're going to be fine. I think there are a few gaps that I would say, totally. one, it's very word intensive, like opportunity overview. The goal of our efforts as a podcast production company is to help you build a beacon of light, a podcast that attracts new customers and kindles a deeper connection. Very freaking long, right? Yeah. I would say we need to go through this with a fine tooth comb. More words is bad because when someone is reading, they are not experiencing. Think of the deck as an experience. It's an opportunity the first time they get to work with you, even though you're selling them, you're pitching them. So if you take them through an experience rather than having them to have to read a whole lot of words, it reduces your chance because now their brain is flip-flopping between reading, experiencing, reading, experiencing. You yeah. want it to be less word intensive, more picture or graphic intensive. So the pictures tell the story and you take them through a journey where they're at, showing them the opportunities and showing them where they're going to go. So the quick example here, once again, going to read it. The goal of our efforts as a podcast production company is to help you build a beacon of light that attracts new customers and kindles deeper. Dude, just cut out the whole first sentence. Help, helping you create, helping you create a, a new marketing would, asset. Yeah, helping you create. Yeah, I would say beacon of lights. Like, dude, very woo, fuck that, right? I know. Helping you create, <laughs> helping you create a marketing asset that attracts new customers, develops deeper relations with your current customers, and increases sales. Bang. Mm. Right. And I think, I think I, I, yes. Can you go? Yeah, go ahead. I, and then I have, I have feedback. one more. I, I have, yeah. So I think one thing that is, I would put an empty 
slide, I think what you're saying, what's the difference? I think the thing that you could be missing is what separates you. Because if they're talking to you, they're probably talking to other people, right? So like, what is the differentiator? So there's two things I think specifically, if you want more in here, more meat on the bone, I think there's two things. So that company that was a bank that I listened to yesterday. Yeah. It's, it's, I really hope you heard this. And if you didn't, we're going to train you to to really pick up on these. Yeah. The slogan. Yes. Mission. Yeah. 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 I, I wrote it in the, I wrote it in the five-step sales process. I wrote it in my notes. Yeah. So having, and I'll give you a quick example too. I had a client who's pitching the Amazon. Amazon really cares about their core values. So I had to make a slide just about the alignment of Amazon's core values and his core values. He closed them. He closed at fucking closed Amazon, right? And that was what he led with. So if you have an introductory slide, why before we get into it, I really just want to talk about why I really love this potential partnership. I so passionately believe in your mission. And at at Trend.media, we have a really similar alignment. And then you just have a quick graphic that builds rapport, that builds trust. Mm. They believe in Jordan. So that's a great way to kick that's, off. You that's go the into beginning. Yeah. Like that's setting the stage, right? You're taking them through an experience that sets the stage. And then you go into typically opportunity because now emotionally you have them. You're, they're hooked emotionally to Jordan. Everything after that is logic, right? Mm-hmm. So you hook them. Then you take them through your deck, right? Let Reduce the words, add, get someone yeah. with good graphics. And then on the back end, the differentiator, right? So to your point, they said, like, when you ask that question, what would you need to see of a partner? That's the differentiator slide, right? What, like, why were the best fit for you? Why is trend up the best fit? And whatever makes sense. You could change the words, have those yeah. few bullets. We're, we are, treat us like we, we are an outsourced marketing. We are part of your marketing team. We're in the trend, like whatever those things are. Right, right, right. Put that in there. And that's the sandwich. Those are the two buns. That's the front end, the back end. And in the middle is the meat, right? In the middle is everything from our mutual friend where the model works. So what are you seeing? What questions do you have? The thing that I go back and forth with regarding the wordiness, like generally I agree, like if I'm delivering a speech, obviously I, I mean, and it's actually my biggest pet peeve when I see people delivering speeches and then they have bullet after bullet after bullet on slide after slide after slide. And there's all these words and the attention is off them and it's on the bullets and it's not on the words that they're saying, it's on the words that are on the screen. And so like, I am totally with that. It doesn't make for the greatest speech. However, I do see that our mutual friend, I, I modeled it like Definitely. right after him. Like it, it has as much, actually less words than our mutual friend has. And it also makes it, if the client wants to review afterwards they're not just seeing like i you know i can give them a copy of it and they want to have this this presentation or they need to show their ceo or something it's very easy to to see it all there and it's not just a bunch of pictures and it makes it much my life much easier because look i can't prepare for five speeches a week no 100 like and I can't memorize all these cues like this image. Oh, yep. Like I can do it for like a one or two, but I, I can't do like multiple. Um, so Definitely. Just, 
Yeah, it makes my life C- easier. Can I jump in real quick? Honest. Yeah. I agree with you. And I think my main point there was it's are we being effective with our words? Not to say reduce them so it's like bullets, but the goal of the going back to the same example, the goal of our efforts as a podcast production company is to help you build a beacon, right? That's just a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. filler. Just, just <laughs> cut, cut. If someone's reading that, that's like, this doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. I don't care. Right. I don't care. Get, and now they're no just fluff. spending time. Exactly. Yeah. Just no fluff. Get straight Make it to concise. the. That's what I'm saying. It's right? like, it's like my TEDx organizer <laughs> who in preparing for my talk, actually, he was telling me about how to get a talk afterwards, after I had gotten my talk. But just to, actually, you know what? In, in our, He told me this in our first call ever when I was just like reaching out to him. We were getting on the phone, just, just becoming friends. This was actually way before I got my TED talk with him. And, he, and I wrote it all out, out on a note card too. He told me how to get a talk. And he said to make it very clear and concise. The idea, explain it in a very clear and concise way and even say, hey, my talk is going to take only 10 minutes and it's a very clear, concise idea. Say that to the organizers. So bottom line, this is all to say that, yes, I agree. We'll make it clear and concise. The very long way of saying that. Yeah, perfect. So that covers the deck. I have one more point that I think we should move on to the next next topic. Just because this model works for a client, it usually works for everyone, but there's small intricacies that I empower my entrepreneurs. Like, here's the model. Think of it like you need to A-B test it though, right? You need to go into the deck and it's called sensory acuity in NLP. When you are going through a a slide and looking at the person you're presenting to, watching their facial pigmentation, watching their body language, like, are they engaged? And using those mental cues when you go back, okay, this, keep this, adjust this. You go adjust it, same thing, that next pitch. It's it's always a work in progress until we might be 90% of the way there. It's in, it's in the moment, in the experience that you make those adjustments and we can't predict it. I can give you the model. I give you the bones of what works. And yeah, it gets you 90%, but I, you have to still go into those pitches and figure out what are those final yeah. tweaks. I can't get you there though. Yeah. Either I've, way, dude, this, whether, whether you get those little things right or not, this system is far superior to me winging it the way I used to with no agenda, just trying to woo them and make them like me and hope they like me enough to sign up with me. So, and just, and just BS about the ROI and not do my homework. And yeah, dude, like this is, this is far superior and is going to work at at a, at a much better rate, no matter what. So I'm very happy with this. So let's go over a rapport slide in the beginning, aligning with their mission what were some of the other things that, that we said? Yeah, I'm going to write it down in the deck. So three things. So four actions from specific, specifically for the deck. So first is reduce the words, Fewer just words. be concise, right? Just be concise. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying take them out, be concise. Um, hire a professional graphic designer, right? $3 an hour on Upwork, yeah. Canva designer. And it's just, it just makes it look how you want to come across. So I'll... I will put together, and there's a landscaper, I will put together the bare bones, the the words that need to be on each slide, um, and then I'll send it off to the designer, and then they'll get it done. 
Yeah. And what I've done in the past, I'll hire three designers. I'll send them all the same deck, $3 an hour. And I'll look at who came back the fastest and who gave me the best product. And I might do that one or two times with two different products because I want, and I have, I want to have someone that I work with that's fast and makes good content, good product. Yeah. What so would I look up on, on Fiverr for this? Canva, Canva graphic designer. Okay. Yeah. Or just graphic designer, right? So yeah. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. So graphic designer, create a values slide. Yes. Values slash mission slide. And this might not be relevant, right? If you don't pick up on that in the call, you might not need it though, right? Because, but for the people that it, they, it care, they care about it, you want to have it in there. And then the final one is why we are different. Like what yes. separates us? Cool. So those are the four. Do you feel comfortable here? Like you have good action and good points and do you want to move on to the second? Yeah, I feel very good about this and this will be easy for me to tweak and implement and, and show you the changes. Heck yeah. Cool, man. So you're good here. I feel very confident about where we're heading because remember, the sale usually happens in the first call. 80% of the work you're going to do is in the first call. You win them emotionally. Yeah. If you won them emotionally in call one, you're likely to be teed up for a call two and yeah. you'll know it, right? So that's that covers that. So let's kind of go through lead gen. What mm -hmm. questions do you have around lead gen? The only thing I have going for me right now is LEM list 100 cents per day. It might be more than that now, but increasing. And I don't have any other channels. So any other methods, modes to do this lead generation through. And so I was wondering what would be the next thing that I, that I craft and perfect. Totally. Are you on, are you using sales navigator? LinkedIn? No. LinkedIn. I think that's the easiest one. Cause it's a very similar, like similar approach. It's easier to target and your messaging is going to be pretty similar to your email. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I would How say will I use sales navigator. What, what do I, what do I do? How about I just show you? Sure. Super quick. <laughs> right. Make sure to verbalize it well for the listeners. Yes. Good call. So one, I know you've talked to Nico. This is what Nico does. So use him as a resource for this because you know, and you've experienced with him. So Nico, if you're watching, much love, but he, he'll spend some time with you and he'll help you out, with, which is why I love having him as part of the community because he'll take out time to help you. Like this is all he, like he, he just recently adjusted his offering to very specifically the only LinkedIn sales navigator. Mm. So he, he took out email. So I'll just share my screen real wow. quick. So real simply, right? It's going to be a very similar approach. I'm not going to go into the, we're not going to talk about the specific verbiage because it's going to be different, but you get on sales navigator, you need to have your safe search, right? And you create a list. So for me, I target, well, let's, I don't know which list I'm about to, we're going to dive in here. But for me, my niche is marketing agencies that have between four and 15 employees, what I've learned, mm -hmm. right? So this company headcount is actually not a hundred percent applicable. You create your filters just like you do on your email, second degree, three degree connections, and then figure out your region, right? So you you're not looking at first degree connections. 
you can. I've hit them. I've hit them all up, right? So this is your. You're now putting phishing hooks out into the ether. So with Nico, there is a software that he's used. Message requests per day. Depending on your budget and where you're at, you can probably get in there. I personally doesn't make sense. So create your list, and then all you gotta do is have your. If you're personally using your own time, you have to go through this daily. I think getting a three, an admin for $3 an hour on Fiverr or Upwork run this is the best case scenario. Once you create your search, once you focus on your industry and you figure out your company headcount, how long they've been in the position and the title, it will create this, this search. I always suggest going to post it on LinkedIn in the last 30 days because this lets you know they're active, actively posting. There's 18,000 results here, but if you if I focus on the 4,000 people, one part that I also do is I have on the DL I have an admin who is from Pakistan. He comments like he's like me. It's actually his, the way he speaks. It's freaking fantastic. So yeah. he's spending 30 minutes a day, seven days a week, just engaging with the people I connect with, first degree connections, because that also on the algorithm perspective pump, pumps my content to their feed. So I'm connecting with them right? Weekly. So connect. It'll give you the option to send a message. I have a unique message I'll send to you that's funny. That comes from Travis Lackner. I won't share it here because it's definitely unique. And then it just goes, once they accept, it goes into your sequence, right? What What is your message or are you genuinely trying to engage with them? I personally have been doing some Loom videos. I'm happy to send it your way. That comes from a mutual friend. It's not scalable, but I like to send out. Yeah, it doesn't seem it. It's not scalable, but for me, I really like the Loom because I'm happy to spend 30 minutes. I only spend 30 minutes a week doing it. I'm not spending a lot, like 30 minutes or an hour a week. I like to do it. My friends who are seven-figure entrepreneurs tell me I'm crazy. Personally, I just I still find that some of my best clients, I close the deal that's a $10,000 profit in my pocket yesterday from just making a Loom video. And I closed another deal that's worth $6,000 in profit yesterday as well from a Loom video. So I've gotten some of my bigger deals in terms of like the initial upfront payment because people stay with me for about a year at least from Loom video. So I think the ROI is worth it on my time because I've gotten some big fish that have come through. My first agency, he's doing 8 million a year. The second agency is doing about a million, which compared to my target market, they're bigger. Right, so I'm okay with it. Create the sequence, connect with Nico, run the sequence by Nico. Um, if you have the bandwidth and budget to go on the, hey, your audio's gone. Algorithm, go for it. I oh. oh, there's a little lag there. Can you repeat? Mic it check. Sorry, I pulled Nico. I pulled my mic out. Hit up Nico. Nico will give you the sequences that he thinks you should do. It should be really similar to your email threats, though. Right. The majority of the people you're going to get, you're probably going to get a less than 1% of people booking a call, but the the magic is in the follow-ups. It's not in the initial message. It's in the value-added follow-ups, which is why I like to engage because I get inbound leads from these people I connect with. I got three inbound leads yesterday from content. I'm posting every day and I'm creating content very specific to my niche, yeah. only specifically to my niche, right? So those are the, those are the tips. What did you see? And let's go high level because I got I got a hard stop. What are your insights yeah, from yeah. the call and this segment? This segment, I 
just don't know how scalable it is with like having to manually send the. You should like, not be doing this. I don't want you to do it because it's not scalable. I don't know. I, I really don't. So we're going to have to figure out this conversation will bleed into next week. Like, what are my next steps to get this process up and running? I know I got to hire someone. I got to, but I got to like train them. I got to, there, there are variables that we do need to solve for here. And, and just the, the messaging like and the software to use for the messaging if it if it's going to be automated and like do you have to like copy and paste messages manually and change out the company name and the names like it just there's a lot of unknown variables there's a lot there. of variables totally and here's what I'll do just text me all those questions I'll just text you a response right so okay. listeners if you're listening in the future I'm sorry you're going to miss this but that's one of the benefits of partnering up right like I'm going to text you all those answers and what to do I don't do software. I don't do automated. I have my admins sending the templated messages. They're swapping out. I think my guys are working about an hour to 90 minutes a day. Yeah. Because they're filtering through. They're, my niche, five to four, four to 15 employees, they're going through a lot of people that don't meet that criteria. So they're mm-hmm. spending most of their time just filtering. And Whoa. we'll go through those total details. So let's go high level. So what high are the level. insights? Yeah. Well, I. I'm feeling much more clear on the improvements I need to make on the presentations. And I am confident that I'm going to go out and crush and uh, very likely close a deal tomorrow. And so then perhaps next week as well. So I'm feeling good like I should. And yeah, so I'm ready to go out and execute. Yeah. And just text me about sales nav. It, that, that is a longer discussion that it's hard to punch in there, but that I wanted to give you the high level overview, right? Because that mm-hmm. does probably take at least 30 minutes. Awesome. So text me about this. I'll send you all those answers. And if you also want to share the answers in the show notes, like go for it. I'm not mm-hmm. not opposed. Um, awesome. So if you tuned in live, I'm to be honest, I have no even I have no clue for even live right now. If you tuned <laughs> in live, thank you for joining. If you tune in the future on the podcast, thank you for tuning in. Jay, good stuff, man. Like I'm excited for what's to come. Um Big, 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 big things. So I got to run. All right, mate. Thanks as always. I appreciate it. Ditto. See you, brother. There you have it, my friends. This has been another episode of Jordan's Business Therapy. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, there are a couple of things that you can do. Number one is, of course, share with your friends and family. I think that they would certainly appreciate, especially if they are in the business world, in the agency world in the online entrepreneurship world you can also i know this is a cliche on podcast every podcaster asks for this but leave a rating and review on apple podcast takes a couple of seconds super super simple and third you can link up with the man the myth the legend himself jordan ross thefoundersfactory.com that's thefoundersfactory.com to link up with jordan ross and to link up with myself to connect with me, yours truly, Jordan Paris, you can go to jordanparis.com or trendup.media for my company's website. That's trendup.media. That's all. Thanks for listening. I hope that you learned a lot and that you spend every single second over the next week implementing what you've learned. So until the next time, crush it and be well.